live from the University of Nebraska-Lincoln on a cold, windy day. It is Trio 30 Talks, and I am your host today as we move a different direction on our podcast to talk about, talk with first-generation students, staff, and faculty, Brian Stutz. Hopefully everyone is doing well today. And our first day, our first podcast episode here is with Stephen Hara. How are you doing today, Stephen? Oh, good. That's you pumping people up with the music at the front. I tell you what, that's how you get people pumped up for whatever you play the Husky yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's you know, you know, I'm not from Nebraska, and I know, and you know, I I know people love uh, Nebraska, so you know, you got to add some flair into that. Oh, 100%. I feel you on that. Yeah. Um, so today, uh, for everyone listening, it's, like I said, we are moving into a new direction with our podcast uh, for the next few weeks here to talk with uh, first-gen faculty, staff, and students about experiences, uh, how they manage through college, some advice they have for new, new and current students, just so students are out there, parents who are out there who want to know a little bit more about being a first-gen student on uh, a campus, a uh, large campus as UNL is, uh, and how they can get managed through some of those things and the resources that are available. Uh, and so first, I'm going to have uh, Stephen introduce himself and just tell us about your, your journey through higher ed and kind of like where you started uh, to where you are now. Oh, yeah. No, thanks, Brian. Yeah, as far as journey, you know, we'll kind of give you the, the 10,000 foot view, essentially what it comes down to. And we talked about it a little bit, you know, I come from a military family and so, you know, grew up overseas, uh, was born and raised there, then lived in Texas for a little bit. And, you know, um, my parents, both my parents didn't go to college. And so it wasn't something that we necessarily talked about a lot. And so, you know, the path forward for my father was like, you know, everybody just, you know, doesn't, you know, go to the military, do that type of thing, right? I tell people I'll do the haircut, but I didn't join, you know, <laughs> uh, and a lot of that goes into, you know, my, my, I had two siblings that went into the Air Force, I had another brother that went into law enforcement. Um, and so it's one of those things I was just like, you know, wanted to, you know, further my education to do something a little different. And so my parents are originally from Western Nebraska, old law Nebraska, and no different than you playing the fight song, you know, <laughs> even if you're overseas in the Netherlands where we were, you know, that Husker pride is instilled in you regardless of where you at, are at in the world. Um, and so it was something that, you know, dad watching those Husker games, throwing that pretend that foam brick at the, at the TV whenever they did. And so it's just something that stuck with me. And it's, and, and fortunately I have a lot of family that's up here. And so I was just like, you know, going to high school in Texas, you know, everybody is, you go to one of the big Texas schools, mm -hmm. right? And again, when we were in the big 12, and for me, I was just like, you know, I want to see what this, this Nebraska thing's all about. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I applied and did everything like that. And, and was, we were fortunate enough to, to kind of get in. All my friends went to Texas and when I tell people, where, where are you going? I was like, well, you know, I'm going to go to Nebraska. Um, and so I always like to tell people, you know, too, that, you know, ne ne a Nebraskan by choice now, um, just because I think, <laughs> Oh, geez, I've been at the university now. In fact, we're in 20 years. And so oh, wow. uh, it's one of those things that um, you said once once you once you get here, you know, there's there's a number of things that uh, will keep you here. Um, and mm -hmm. so, yeah, my my educational journey was like, OK, you know, I'm going to go. Um, and uh, again, my undergrad was in economics and management information systems. And, you know, I had my mind made up from the early on, like, you know, that's what I wanted to do. And so I lived on campus, you know, lived in Abel Hall there. Abel Hall, it's still Abel still standing. Hall, so I got to represent fifth floor actually in Abel Hall. And so, you know, um, and actually all throughout undergrad, I lived uh, on campus because I was also a resident assistant at the time. Oh, as well. nice. Um, and so it, it, my journey was just that, you know, when I first got here, it was just, 
you know, I remember my uncle dropping me off in front of Abel and said, okay, good luck at college. <laughs> and I was, you know, not knowing what to expect, what to experience, what, what a residence hall um, was all about my roommates, that type of thing. So when I get there, you know, I'm over there getting all my stuff out and my roommate um, from Minnesota, his parents are there unloading all this stuff. And, you know, I was, I think the biggest thing for me, and, and especially for those that are coming, the learning communities is, I think, what just set, set it apart for me. I was in the business learning community. And I don't think Honest. that, I mean, I think that that helped because here I am, this, this kid born and raised in the Netherlands, coming from Texas, you know, stepping to Abel Hall, where there's one of the largest residence halls on mm-hmm. campus, right? Yeah. And not knowing anybody there, that's where the learning community really played a key role in not only my development, but getting to know some of those people and the peers and the people I'd be in class with. And so that's the first thing I tell anybody that's coming um, is, you know, that learn those learning communities. I think that just, that get, I feel that get me a step above just coming in and not knowing anybody rather than not being in that. And so, yeah, that's really great. Cause I think uh, what a lot of people don't really understand is like, you, you probably didn't have a lot of people to go to to say, oh, hey, where's this or where is this going? Or how do I get to the dining hall or how do I use my meal bucks? Or, you know, those are some of the common questions. But, and having that that, um, that business related people, the like minded individuals in, in an area could probably really make it made easier friends that way to kind of ask some easier. Maybe the, the questions you're afraid to ask might be a little bit easier to ask a friend than opposed to a random stranger. Right. So. Oh, 100 percent. And so, you know. You know, I was fortunate in one of my RA at the time too. Him and I became good friends. Actually, his brother is actually my financial advisor even today. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's uh, it's it's interesting how things just kind of play out. And so you know that was kind of my my journey during undergrad. And I was is one of those things. And I'm, I, I know what a lot of people coming into is you know college can be sometimes when it comes to the finances can be somewhat challenging as far as doing that. And so you know I was fortunate enough to actually be an RA. Um, during my time um, as an as an actually an RA for um, pretty much from my sophomore year until I until I graduated actually into my grad program was still an RA and uh, that helped because you know as with any RA and they'll get into this it was one of those things when somebody says hey free room and board I was like yeah sign me up I'm good yeah. but it wasn't it, that's a thing that's that's the mindset I went in with but then it came into like I got so much out of being an RA rather than just the monetary value of that. Um, I think it kind of molded me and shaped me into the person I am today. And yeah. so the, the fortunate thing too, and I can say that because both my, my spouse and I, uh, and partner, uh, her and I were RAs together and able, uh, and oh. so <laughs> like, if it wasn't for all of those things, I yeah. absolutely would not be the person I am today and wouldn't have the family that I do today without those things. So, and so that's where I tell people like, you know, you may go into something, not knowing things. And, you know, I always say, get involved, talk to people, say yes to as many things as you can, because mm-hmm. uh, you never know. Um, how those things may shape out or who you may come in contact with. And so that's yeah. being an RA is probably one of the jobs that you learn everything about, about campus, right? I mean, oh, it's like uh, yeah. you, you came in with no institutional knowledge. And at, after one year of training, you're, you're supposed to know all the resources on campus. Oh, absolutely. And it's, that's like, it's like a first gen boot camp kind of for students. Yeah, it had the nail on the head. I think that's a lot of it, what it is, right? You're that resource for all the students on your floors and everything like that. And so you essentially learn all those resources. And then you can utilize those resources yourself. Like, again, you know, being the business major and everything like that, the math resource center, I probably lived in there until I graduated. Right. It just <laughs> one of those things that, you know, all those resources uh, that are there. And like you said, it's that first gen boot camp. Like here are the things to anticipate, to expect some of the things you may run into, um, you know, some of the, those, those downtimes where it's, you know, 
no classes and pe some people are going home for vacation. Some people are staying. So yeah, it, it definitely not only helped me out, but then allowed me to, you know, help students out with some of those resources that I still, again, my position now is more on the administrative side than it is working directly with students like I did before, but, you know, still having those resources and still knowing those again, things have changed. Again, I was, I was back when we had CBA, I think we're pound halls now. Now we have College of Business. It's nice, fancy building there, but still, you know, and that's what's great about the university, right? Even though I was here even 20 years ago, things still change, progress. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, I think when they leave and come back, it's something new. And so yeah. still being a part of the university allows, you know, still to see these resources and see how we can still help students, even knowing that the first gen, because that's the other thing. I didn't know I was first gen when I first came to Ava Hall. I was like, first gen, what's that? I don't yeah. know it is, right? So it's some of those things that I think will help. And especially like you talked about the transition to the collegiate environment that, you know, for people first gen coming in, they're not sure what to expect. Yeah. So if you can think about like, where was like, maybe like the, the most, maybe one of the most difficult like experiences that you had when you were, you know, in your first year or even in your college career, if you kind of remember like a time where it's like, you don't have to get too into the details, but just something. No, like I, I think it's that. I think it was that, you know, I was, I was good in, in high school and everything like that, but I talked about those resource centers, right? It, it's sometimes yeah. hard. And I think the biggest thing is like office hours or going to the resource. Like, no, I can do it. I can handle it. You know, strong-minded. I, I don't necessarily need assistance with things. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, it kind of came into, it was just that, you know, it's the first time you don't necessarily get a, a, a good grade on something, or you have a, a horrible semester or something, right. Knowing that it's not going to impact the rest, but it, it, it it's the biggest challenge for me was really saying, okay, Stephen, go to office hours, go to the math resource center on a consistent basis. Cause the other part of it goes into the great thing about the collegiate environment. There's a lot of stuff to do outside yeah. of class, right? Um, whether it's extracurriculars, intramurals. I know some people, you know, it's like, oh, I got to, we got a flag football game. I got to get ready for that. I don't need to worry about my econ <laughs> test or my, my math test, right? Because we want to yeah. do that <laughs> social benefits. And I think yeah. a lot of it goes in was just that. I would say that the planning and the scheduling side of things, right? Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't until I became an RA that I would actually got a planner. Because um, yeah. I was just like, you know, that was before, because back in the day, uh, I think, oh, maybe it was right when, I think when I started too, is what like phone cards were the biggest, the, the big things, right? They used to hand out phone <laughs> cards at Big Red Welcome because not everybody necessarily had a cell phone. Yeah. Uh, and so it's one of those things too. It, it was just, you know, some of those, those key things like, you know, the planners. Now everybody has whatever their device, iPhone or Android that they have their planners on, but that yeah. wasn't necessarily a thing there. So we had the physical planner. I know some people still like the physical planner. Yeah. Yeah. With me, it was just that it was like knowing what resources are there and actually just utilizing those resources and then, and just really the, the planning out of your day. Um, it yeah. was interesting, uh, because again, I didn't necessarily have a reminder to say, Hey, Steven, you got a zoom meeting with Brian here. Cause zoom wasn't a thing either then, <laughs> yeah. but it's not like, Hey, you got this meeting come up with Brian to remind you. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and so, yeah, I would say those are probably the bigger challenges for me. And, yeah. you know, and sometimes as I say strong-minded, but my partner may say, you know, stubborn, uh, <laughs> like, you know, no, I did this. This worked for me in high school, but I want to work for me in college. Right. Yeah, um, exactly. And, so <laughs> and I think, I think that uh, I, I would ask curious, like as a first gen mindset, like I feel like a lot of the students that I've worked with have this mindset of like, since this is me doing it, if I'm a first in my family to go get my degree in college, I don't need help because I want to do this on my own. Did you have that mentality a little bit as well? Uh, when you yeah, first I think you could probably say that saying, you know, hey, you know, because truth be told, my parents actually wanted me to stay 
in mm-hmm. Texas because they don't want one of their, their children to go so far away. Right? Yeah. And it's that same thing. It's like, oh, you know, I can't let them know that there's certain struggles that are going on with this. Like, I got to be that strong minded, like, nope, everything's good. Everything's good. Everything's good. So, yeah, yeah. I think to that, that point, it's like not wanting to disappoint either. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're the first one. Yeah. Um, to kind of set that tone for your siblings if they if they choose, because I'm the middle child. Yeah. Um, and so it, it's one of those things that, you know, letting you didn't necessarily want to say, well, because of my struggles will be somebody else's. But yeah, there's that 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 onus on you saying, you know, got to succeed, got to show that you're you're doing well and showing that your parents that, you know, everything's good, that it was a great decision. And so, um, you know, like I said, freshman year, as, as I measure with the number of freshman years that people have, you know, there, there's some of those ups and downs. But I was fortunate, like I said, between the learning community, my RA you know, there was a lot of resources there to help me through some of those things that otherwise uh, I wouldn't have been able to kind of do. Because again, uh, first gen wasn't necessarily as robust as, as, as it is now with the share meals and other things. And so, you know, if, if they had that, I mean, you know, food always brings people in, right? Yeah. <laughs> things that, you know, if those things came together or were, were around when, when I was an undergrad, I can, I can see myself going to those. So I'm glad that I can actually be a part of those things now and, you know, let people know um, what some of those benefits are and kind of have those conversations with students too. Um, because again, whether they be more introverted or extroverted, you know, may, may play into some of that as well. No, oh, that's good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for that uh, journey there. I appreciate that, uh, Stephen. Uh, so now we, we kind of fast forward to your, your career here. Yeah. Um, and so you are a deputy director um, with our university. Uh, talk a little bit more about that because uh, we were talking a little bit before we got on here oh, yeah. uh, about how it's a little bit of a different feel and I'm very interested in, in it. So, Oh, absolutely. Fun. So kind of what we we're kind of talking about is, you know, part of the Nebraska Forest Service with it, which is kind of, you know, a state agency, but we're also part of the university with the Institute of Agricultural Natural Resources. So um, there's a handful of us here um, that have faculty appointments. Um, and so it, there's some there's benefits in that as well. But yeah, it, it's one of those things that we're, we're one of a, a few of the forest service within the, the, the nation that are part of uh, a university. And that, that I think there's so many options and so much, uh, so many more collaborations that I feel happening as, as far as us being part of the university, which is mm-hmm. always a benefit. And, and being here on East Campus as well um, with IRNAR, there's always benefits there uh, as well. Um, and so, yeah, as far as how people always ask, how does a you know, business major um, get into forestry and everything like that? And so, uh, before I actually got here, I was actually in student affairs. I was actually a residence director on East Campus. Oh, nice. um, okay. uh, for, oh, what was that? 12 years. Um, it was so, yeah. And then, so you, you know, lived I, in a residence hall for, oh, uh, I did. like I said, I, I, uh, I lived in the residence hall when it was, we had Burr and Fetty hall and now we have Massingale. Um, I was there for that first year that it was there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I have all four, I have four kids and, you know, all, well, three of the four, um, all were in the residence halls too. So I would, like I said, I, I'm fortunate that my partner knew what we were getting into because she was not right. Well, <laughs> yeah. right. You know, some people are like you're living in the residence hall with all the college kids. Like, how's that? It was awesome. I, uh, I, I did the same. For anything. So I was a hall director uh, for, yeah. for, for four years. And so, yeah, I, under, I know, I know. I, know. Oh, yeah. I didn't have, I didn't have, I didn't have kids in the residence hall, but, uh, but I, I, I do know the, the living. It was with awesome. The like hall. I tell people, my kids have been in college. They were in college their whole lives, but the biggest transition I'll just go quick tangent is like, you know, um, we'd always go to the dining halls with the kids, mm-hmm. you know, that's all they ever knew. And so when I was no longer an RD and we moved into a house, you know, 
they're not necessarily used like, okay, what's for dinner? You know, they used to get pick whatever they wanted, right? They could have this whole menu of stuff. They could pick. <laughs> yeah, that's not the real world. <laughs> like, <laughs> what this is what <laughs> what we make is what we get type of thing. So it's that little transition. But no, for that, you know, my kids went to Roost Staples out here on East Campus. Mm-hmm. You know, they were they were part of uh, the East Campus too. And, and for those first gen students, for those listening that haven't been on East Campus, you know. You know, it's one of those 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 hidden gems to where some people don't necessarily come on East Campus and experience that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, it's something that, you know, um, I would always encourage people to kind of get involved in. But yeah, to kind of getting back, I was I've been on here on East Campus, you know, for all that time and, you know, being part of Kasner and partnering with Kasner and INAR and getting to know a lot of a lot of folks, too. And um, it just so happened that, you know, uh, I had served on a search committee for the Nebraska Forest Service because somebody said, hey, you know, you may want to reach out to Stephen to see if you want to be part of the search process. And so I was, I was on a search committee and I got to know folks here. Mm-hmm. And then um, essentially um, John Erickson, who's now the director and state forester, was actually the deputy director before. Um, and, you know, some some people were like, hey, Stephen, what do you think about this deputy director position in, in the Forest Service? I was like, oh, I'm not a forester. I'm a, I'm a business guy, right? I'm coming from student affairs, <laughs> yeah. but the good thing is my, is my position focuses more on uh, the business side, budgets, you know. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. So it's it's a good fit, right? And again, I'm a I'm an outdoors person by naturally though. I enjoy the outdoors. I'm an avid outdoors person, hunter, fisher, those types mm-hmm. of things. So it was yeah. a, it was it wasn't like I was coming in blind and didn't know you know different trees from 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 certain things. And so, although I did <laughs> I have up my my tree ID knowledge over the, the few years that I've been here. Uh, yeah, it's one of those things that, you know, like I told people, you say yes to things, you you get involved and you never know where where things may lead you. And so, you know, uh, like I tell people, my time in student affairs as an RD, I would never change that for anything in the world because that helped mold me into the person I am today. Mm-hmm. And, and in my time here, and the good thing, I literally just moved like a building closer to the union too. Um, and so I got to stay out here on East Campus. I'm now part of INER. I still get a partner with the Kasner folks. Uh, you know, I don't have as much of the student interaction like you kind of talked about, you know, as a hall director, you're there with the students all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it, it's something I don't necessarily have as much of the student interactions. And so that's why I love doing things like the first gen. Mm. So I can actually still have those student interactions, things that I loved and I did for a number of years. And, and, and you know, anytime you do more of an administrative role, you kind of lose some of that. And so yeah. I, I jump at the chance to really um, connect with students, whether it's, you know, I'm also on the union board, mm-hmm. uh, I, I advise a few RSOs as well. And so I always try to get that, those student interactions. And that's what kind of, you know, said led me to keep doing what I'm doing here, but still get some of that um, student interaction. And, and especially from the first gen side, really yeah. seeing other students that have gone through some of the things, or even like for my own edification, understanding how things have changed over the past, when I did it 20 years ago, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not the same. Yeah. Students are busier. There's more information coming at them more. So again, we didn't have Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. and everything like that back then, social media. So I can only imagine some of those things. So it helps me too to stay on top of some of the things that they're going through to see how I can yeah. maybe assist if at all with those things too. Definitely. Yeah. And I, I just want to put a plug in for East campus. If you haven't been over there and you're a student, you need to go over there. It is, it is gorgeous. Like it's just like that pathway that walkthrough mm-hmm. that they have. All the plants are labeled so you can know what they oh, are. Yeah, you so. want to get your, your ID or tree ID on? Come on yeah. over. You know? Yeah. One-stop shop. You can stop by. 
the the <laughs> dining hall. Wahadi will will and his staff will cook up some of the good over there, and then you can take a stop at the dairy store. So it's a one stop yeah. shop. So I can't I can't complain. I you know I've been yeah. on East Campus that whole time. Um, you know, I, I city campus or West Campus, I was there yeah. too with yeah. the all, but yeah, East Campus is going to hold a, a, a near and dear to my heart for a number of years. So, <laughs> nice. so come on over. <laughs> awesome. So, I think we I, just, before we end today, sure. uh, since we you know we we want to stay on track of time and not go too long, um, just give me that one piece of advice that you have for our first gen students that are listening. That if they uh, were listening to this and they wanted some advice on what to do or what they're going to do if they're going to be an incoming first-year student, uh, what is that one piece of advice that you have for them? Yeah, I would say the big thing is, is definitely getting involved and finding yourself, if you can, if, you, if you're fortunate enough to, to get, have a mentor that can kind of help you, whether you find that at a share a meal um, and get to know somebody there and just have somebody that you can go and to ask questions with. You know, I, I, was, I was fortunate enough that my, my mentor just happened to, to upon me. I was helping a gentleman get into to Kaufman Hall as he was going there and come to find out that person was the vice chancellor of student affairs, a title I didn't know at the time because mm-hmm. as a first gen, I don't know what that necessarily means. And so I think it's just that. It's like come to campus, have an open mind. If you have the opportunity to get involved and whether it's come to a share mill or something and find a mentor that can kind of help you along the way, whether they faculty, staff, you name it. It could be even a student from the RSL mm-hmm. board for, for um, first gen. I think mm-hmm. it just is it, as with anything. You know, we Everybody, whether they're going to purchase something or do something, they always try to find as much information about that thing, right? And here at your fingertips, whether it's be through the share meals or anything like that, you can have access to a potential mentor that could assist you mm-hmm. um, with some of the things that you may run into. And so that'd probably be the one piece of advice, you know, um, if I had to do anything over my freshman year, that'd be the first thing that I yeah. think about is how do I go about finding a mentor that maybe had had has done some of the things or come from the, some of the mm-hmm. challenges that uh, I did coming into college. So oh, that's awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, as we um, end here, I think that's really good advice for all of our students to to take in because just because I think it's something they, think, they don't think about when you're a first gen. You feel like you have to, you're so, it's, there's so much coming at you. Like you talked about information, everything everywhere. Uh, and it can be a little stressful at times. And if you don't have that person there to kind of help guide you, what is like, kind of help filter some of the things that, hey, you should probably avoid this for now and maybe circle back to that. And here's some things to, to think about uh, as you get acclimated to the campus, um, into the lifestyle. Um, as always, if you are listening or watching this, you can scan um, our QR code here to check in. Let us know you watched. Give us some feedback. Uh, let us know if you want to hear anything else uh, as we move forward through the podcast throughout the uh, years to come. Hopefully, uh, people will keep listening. Uh, and so you can scan in there. Uh, again, we are on Spotify and also Apple iTunes podcasts. Both those QR codes are there so you can listen to us as opposed to watch us on YouTube. And then finally, all of our social media is on UNL Trio Scholars on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I hope everyone has a warm weekend. It is uh, pretty blistery cold out there uh, today, Stephen. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, uh, these bald guys got to get the stocking caps. This is the longest my hair has ever been. I'm usually pretty – I've decided to grow it out really long. And so all right. uh, I'm planning uh, – so hopefully I won't need as much. But uh, – yeah, it is. Uh, and it's supposed to, you know, Tuesday, it's supposed to be 70 degrees. You know that? Gotcha. 
Gotta so, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm coming from, I lived in North Carolina for several years, so I don't, right. I don't know how I could handle this up and down cold weather. So, um, so anyway, thank you very much, Stephen. I appreciate it. Uh, for all the first gen students out there, uh, Stephen is on our first gen uh, council. Uh, so he's, he's also a resource. If you're looking for, I'll throw your name out there as a mentor for first gen okay. students. Uh, if you want to know more, uh, feel free to, so that way Stephen, you can get some, uh, interaction with uh some uh, students more interaction there so i like it i like it awesome well thank you very much i appreciate it and everybody out there go big red <laughs> <laughs>